Hello. First off, uh, with regards to your team news, have you, have you decided in your mind yet what the team is going to be? And secondly, when will you tell the players? I think all the players that are going to play, <clears throat> they imagine who's going to be in the first eleven and who not. We have decided and we have been working with the team just to create the habits of which players are going to play and which players are not going to be starting players. And how's the build-up been? Because it's, it's almost a fortnight from the second leg to the, to the final, isn't it? I think we have had a lot of time to prepare this, this important game because uh, we divide in two parts. The first part we were preparing the game in, in Portugal and now we have been here all the week to prepare the game. So for me, it's one game that we have spent a lot of time to work in the, detail, in the details. And what's the mood among the players like? Is it expectant? Uh, have you seen any nerves or, or are they just raring to go? I think I was watching the team looking forward to, to go to play the game. Really, really motivated, all of them. And with a very good level of concentration, knowing that at the end, the key is what we are going to do in the football pitch. So I was watching the team very focused in our football behaviours. You've got an awful lot of playoff experience in your squad and, and you've been there as well. Leads. How important can that be? I hope that the spirit of the players that have been playing be an important and the no spirit for other players just be a motivation to play in this type of game. Sometimes I cannot tell you that it's going to be different if you have experience or not. I think just the fact that they were playing the semi-final of the playoff, these semi-final games give you a little bit of feeling to put uh, to play one game where the consequence of the defeat uh, is to don't keep going. And in this game, we know that is the last opportunity. I think the fact that we have been playing in the cup, different rounds, give experience to the to the players too. But of course, one final of uh, of the playoff is a little bit different. But sometimes these type of feelings can arrive before to play the game. I am completely sure that as soon as the referee whistle and we start the game, they are gonna be start to play one football game. And maybe at the beginning you are excited because you see many people in the stadium and you know everything. But I think as soon as they are playing the game, they are just going to be focused to play the game. A year ago you finished 20th in the division. You were among the favourites to go down. What's been the difference this year? Uh, have you been able to make such a dramatic change without spending millions? I don't think that I was one of the favourite teams to go down. I didn't have that feeling. I had the feeling that I had uh, uh, one squad with players that I believe a lot, with many possibilities, and a different squad from the previous year. I think just the number of professional players the previous year, especially after the Christmas period of time, was completely opposite to the number of players that I have had this year from the preseason. And when you have players that even if they didn't play in the championship, play maybe in league below, like league one, they are professional, they have some experience, they have minutes in the legs. And I think uh, this group of players, first of all, they had a very good character, a very good team mentality. They arrive in good time to come prepare the team. Then I am watching that I had one very competitive squad from the first day of the preseason. After our level of my expectation was only to be competitive in the football game. Sometimes we achieve this, sometimes no. It's difficult or has been difficult for us to be perfect in the 90 minutes of the game. In some of the games we have been excellent maybe in the first half, suffer more in the second half or opposite or some of the minutes. So it's true that for me the team was growing. But something of this team is like, even in the moments that the team didn't play in the level that we want to play, always the team has had a very competitive mentality that has allowed us to be always in the games. The other team that plays at this stadium, Huddersfield Giants, they're in London this weekend as well for, for the 
the Challenge Cup final, Huddersfield is going to be a bit of a ghost town. I think. Have you spoken with uh, Ian Watson, your opposite number at Huddersfield Giants, uh, about what you're doing for the town? About who, with who? About the, the rugby team manager that's at Weapon. Ah, yeah. yes, true. Yeah. I didn't have the opportunity because it's true that in this type of week, uh, you, are, you are very, very focused to, to analyze. I was watching many, many, many games of Nottingham Forest, like always I do, but it's true that like, I have more time, maybe I spend a little bit more of time watching Nottingham Forest, but at the same time not watching our team playing in a, with a similar shape that we want to use, with a similar play that we are going to use, just to remind the important points that we need to control. Two more quick ones from me. First of all, Saturday night, you're going to be watching Liverpool Real Madrid to relax ahead of a little bit game? I think so. Yeah. Do you want to win? Yeah, the, best, the, the best team. Being honest, I don't have... When I watch the football games, usually unlike that to see the team winning, the team that is doing better things in the football pitch. Of course, Real Madrid, I am from Spain, Real Madrid is a Spanish club. I work in England, Liverpool is with this club. So I don't have any level of preference. I want that Huddersfield win the, the final. This is everything that I want. So my focus, concentration is going to be yes on this. Final, final one from me. Uh, your former boss, Marcelo Bielsa, you've said so much about him, uh, how he's inspired you. Uh, have you spoken to him much this Yeah, 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 a lot. I was talking, yes. In the last week, I was spent a uh, good time talking with him because Marcelo is someone that always have uh, given me the best support from the first day that I started to be manager in Huddersfield. Or where he has been giving me the, a lot of support in different moments. In the first year when we were suffering, and maybe now when the team is in a in a good position, and he was watching not the games of the season of Huddersfield, but he has been watching enough games, and he was watching the the games of the playoff. Good luck. Thank you so much. Catherine, thank you. Just tell us a bit about what, what shape the team is in. Uh, we've just spoken to Sorbet Thomas. He seems 100% ready to start if required. Is everybody fit and available for selection? Yes, right now I think we have uh, the positive thing of the team is that we arrive with every player for me ready. Then it's going to make me a little bit, uh, to make, I have to make some decisions, unfair decisions, because of course, like always I say, I only can select 16 players, pitch players, plus two keepers to be in the game, in the, to be in the pitch and in the bench, and it's not going to be easy for me to make the decision because I know that some of the players that are not going to be involved in the game could be perfectly to be even starting players. So I know that all the families move with them, that is one game special for everyone, and it's one of the more hard things that as a coach, one of the worst moments that, that as a coach I want to have, to select and to say some players you are not going to go, even you could be playing that football game. And what about Matty Pearson? When he was injured, there was an outside chance that he might be involved, but is that likely? I think, unfortunately, uh, he has recovery late in the, in the season and he couldn't play for me any of the games before to this game. But I think he's someone that with his character, he can compensate maybe the lack of minutes in the previous games. So it's going to be one of the options that I want to consider. I cannot tell you yes or no, because being honest, I am considering if he is involved or not. How much will it boil down to who handles the occasion best on the day as to whether you were successful or not? So who arrived better or who managed better the game? Who, who deals with the pressure the occasion, best? Yeah. It's going to be important, 100%, because for me, you only can perform when you feel with confidence to perform.
true confidence is bad because if you go to relax it's negative for me to perform in football as a player or as a coach the same but if you have too much pressure in yourself it's not positive to perform as a player or as a coach or anything I think it's important that everyone that but it's something that always with the player we try to manage have a very good balance between the self-confidence and the self-demanding too much demanding without confidence is not going to work too much confidence without self-demanding in our group is not going to work so I think it's important always to find this good balance that allow you to compete and to perform well. Is there, is there a psychologist within the club perhaps that you know, might speak to the players in the build-up to this match to just kind of see where their heads are at? I am not making any different speech or managing the situation in a different way because uh, during all the year this team we have been playing the games in a competitive way like always we feel like when we go to the football pitch it's going to be a competitive game and always the players go to the pitch trying to win the game. So there are no massive difference. The highest difference is the consequence of the winning uh, on Sunday and the different consequences when you win one league game. But to arrive to this moment, you have to, you have been knowing many times that you are being playing games that you have to win yes or yes if you want to continue to keep having chances to go and finish in the table in the highest position that you can, that you can finish. That's why I told you that for me, if now I have to learn to show or to teach the players how to manage the pressure, I am late. I am late now, I cannot arrive on time. So for me, this is one habit that the players need to have and it's impossible to finish in a good position at the table if you don't know how to manage the pressure of the big games. You talked about watching a, a lot of footage of Nottingham Forest, obviously. How much can you take from um, the previous matches you've played against them already this season? The first one where they just parted company with their manager, one of which was a cup game. How relevant are those previous encounters? I think the first game that we played with them, they were under another coach and they were playing 3-4-3. Three three. But uh, it was the first game that they were playing with another three. And after for me, Steve Cooper was keeping this, this shape. It's true that when we faced them in the second leg of the league, they changed and we changed too. And both teams we were playing, well, they, were, they were playing 4-2-3-1, we were playing more 4-3-3. So, in this game, both teams change and we play both teams with an four. And now, uh, I think the game of Sunday is going to be more similar about the game that we had in the Cup. Because if I analyze the play that they were playing in the first 11 in that game, in the Cup, are going to be for me similar to the play that are going to play on Sunday. Because it's true that in football you can predict the first 11, but that doesn't mean anything. Because for me, I think that both teams, both coaches, we can predict more or less the, the first 11 of the teams uh, because are the, the, the I watch Nottingham Forest, the players they have used in important moments and I can understand the, the players that they want to select but it doesn't mean difference because they are competing well and the key for me is to adapt to the different context of the game try to know which type of context they are going to create try to reduce their strengths and use our strengths in the highest level now, when you are in front of the game, you don't feel proud, you feel just focused on the game. I cannot tell you that now I feel proud to be in Wembley. It's excited. I'm looking forward to this game. It's a big game, and it's one game that everyone wants to play. So your level of motivation is too high. But it's enough. it doesn't allow me to be proud. I think that the season will be finished on Sunday afternoon after the game. And I, will, I can give you this answer after the game. And what would it mean to you to take this team into the, the Premier League, potentially? 
this has to be your target when you play one final is to win the final. And we know the consequence to win this final. So, of course, uh, it means all, everything that you can have in that day of your life is to make your team winning, not in and to and to achieve something unbelievable. Are you able to relax at all in the run-up to this game? Yes, I think I am. I have a good balance between the the spend time being calm and spend time analyzing a lot uh, and trying to do my job in the best way. Best of luck on Sunday. Thank you so much. Steve, welcome to you. Hi, Carlos. Um, what do you think of Forest's particular strengths and and where do you think you might have to get it from? I think if you see the the goals. If you analyze just the last uh, two games of the playoff, you can see very well how quick they are, how fast they are, and they are one thing that they are very dangerous when they attack with spaces uh, between your keeper and your line of the defenders. And conversely, is there, maybe you don't want to tell us where you think you might be able to get at them, I suppose. Yes, yeah, so I can tell you the wrong thing too, but no. It's like uh, they are a strong team, no, they are no uh, in the playoff, in the final of the playoff. And they are one team with many possibilities. If I analyze the the previous game that we have played with them, it's true that uh, we could beat them once and they beat us twice. So it means that it's going to be a, a massive challenge. But it's true that I cannot think or I cannot feel that there is going to be only one point that we need to manage to control that game. Or the same for them. It's going to be one full game, but there are going to be many things that are going to have an impact in the game. And for me, one of the skills that we need to have is to adapt to the different context inside to the, the different games inside to the same game. Just literally was about my next question was you have found ways to win, you've found ways to win from behind, win from ahead, you know, grind out results as you did against Forest in the league. That must give you confidence knowing that the players are able to handle those different situations. It's true that to arrive here in that moment in that moment now to play this type of game, you have been you have passed for different moments. And good, good dynamic moments, worse dynamic moments, and if you're the same of the season in the game, it's exactly the same. In moments or games that has been complicated for the team, games where the team was feeling comfortable in the in the football pitch, and at the end, the plus of all these things create the real the real mindset that one player has to have to be competitive player. So it means that the player need to be ready to face any type of context and scenario. And for example, the, in the semi-final, we start winning uh, away with Luton, and after they were drawing, and we have to manage the second half with a with a draw result. Uh, at home, we couldn't go in front; they start the first half better, and we had to react in the second half. And after we manage the last minutes of the game, uh, winning the game. So for me, it's true that the team has had enough experience uh, to face the different circumstances that the game can create. But it's true that some of these circumstances allow more the opponent to show their strengths, and other circumstances allow the opponent to show less their strengths. Do you feel like having that gap between the semi-final and the final has um, has been helpful to your preparations? I think so, and I can no, I am not going to. Uh, I didn't evaluate this because it was what it was. So, like we have two weeks, the only thing that we can do is to prepare the, in the best way, and I think I am happy with the preparation knowing always the limit of the preparation because one thing is how you prepare and another thing is how you compete in the football pitch.
backroom staff and how they've worked together in this collaborative culture you've got at Huddersfield. How was that sort of gone into the successes that you've had this season? I don't think anyone can can achieve something important alone, but themselves. It's true that I have the I have to put my face in, in many situations, but it's true that I have one staff that I believe a lot in them, with many professional people close to me, from the medical department, psychology department, nutritional department, technical tactical department, goalkeeper department. There are many departments in one club that always uh, help and make possible to achieve something important in, in football and something important with our team. People have talked a lot about the recruitment, but you've also been able to get players through from the B team, likes of Silver Thomas and John Russell, who have spells there. It must be so important to have that alternative pathway to get players into the first team. I think sometimes I don't make too much difference between the B team players and the first team players. Just for me, we have a club players. Of course, when the player arrives to the first team, means that the player is ready to compete in the first in the first level, in the level of the of the first team in the championship. And when the player is in the B team, it's because maybe at that moment when we start to create the teams, we didn't see ready yet to compete. Maybe in the future year, but still has to develop. Some players during the past of the days, of the weeks, of the months, uh, show you that they can be involved in the group of players that they can help the first team. Sorba, the last year, he arrived and started in the, in the group of the B-team players. But at the finish of the last year, he started to show that he could help the first team. That's why he had some minutes with the first team. In this precision, from the first day, he was showing that he was ready to, to help the team. And another example, for example, Russell was one player that he started in the B-team process. And just three, four months later, he started to show that he could be someone that could help the team in the championship and, and, and compete. That's why he has been playing from for me many games in a row in the first eleven of the of the team. Or similar to Scott, but Scott High had a one long be, before he arrived. So I think always is important to keep developed players and to analyze which players can be more ready to help you and which players need more time. And of the first team players, which first team players keep being uh, keep having the first team level to help the team and which one are losing something that allow us to make the decision or to don't put in or to put another place in front. This is what all we will do. Have you spoken much to Dean Hoyle going into this battle final? He's obviously overseen quite a few of them during his time here. Uh, Dean? Yes. Yeah, yes, 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 I know that uh, he has had the experience uh, to promote the team, that he was having the team in, I, if I don't have a bad memory, from the League One, and he put in the, with him the team arrived to the Premier League. So, of course, it's always important to have people that have experience to have achieved success. He's doing his bike ride at the moment. That's, uh, that's quite something for the Memorial Garden here. That's a very nice gesture from the, from the club. Yes, I think that I say many times that I am feel very, very proud to be in one club where the, they feel that the connection between our fans and our club is too high. And everything that they can do to support our fans, they are going to do. Uh, this club is always open to integrate everyone to don't make distinction in, in, between anyone. Just we are all Huddersfield Town fans, and everyone that someone is suffering or needs something, the club is going to try to support. And for me, this is something that is special of this club. I'd be really looking forward to seeing those 35, 40,000 town fans that went like that. Yes, I think it's going to be, it's like to put our stadium even more, just in half of the stadium, 
So it means that it's going to be a very, very big game because of very many people. And what we want to do is to all our 40,000 people that are going to travel and support the team, make them feel proud and happy with, with the performance and with the result of the team. Are your family going over from Spain at all for this one? Some of my family, yes, some of my family, no. Uh, my mother cannot be watching, my mother cannot watch the football game because uh, she's, she's so nervous when she's watching to me. I don't know what she thinks that uh, can happen, but she cannot be watching, she prefers to be calm. And my father doesn't like to fly a lot, so both will keep watching the game like they were doing all the year, praying a lot, with a lot of nervous both, but always giving the the support that they have given me from the beginning. Best of luck on Sunday. Thank you so much. Mark, welcome to you. Hi, Carlos. I'm just interested. What was the best advice that Marcelo Bielsa gave you regarding the player final? The best advice that he gave me is to have been analyzed the team with me during the past of the of the last weeks. Sometimes, as a coach, you cannot give any particular advice. I was learning a lot having two years with him, facing similar situations. So it's not with words. I have learned a lot from Marcelo with his facts, with his, with his behaviors. And now it's true that in, the, in some moments we talk about the team, how we see the things, the players, the levels, and that's all. But that's all that is a lot. I don't know. I cannot tell you the answer. I cannot tell you the answer. But always, I have felt his support a lot from the beginning when I start to coach. And when someone gives you the support, it's someone that wants the best to you. So he has been giving the best to me. Carlos, um, you made a big point of taking the families out to Portugal and of the bond between the players. Do you think that is one of your big strengths as a team? I think it's one of the strengths the togetherness and the feeling and the relation that they have in the dressing room between them. But only with this strength you are not enough competitive. But sometimes, just being competitive, we have developed a positive relation between the players, maybe neither. So at the end, you need a little bit mix of everything. I think the fact that we moved the team during five days to Portugal, I think was very positive to have the families in that moment with the players. And at the same time that they were working to prepare the game, they were spending a good time with the people that they love, with the people that they more appreciate. So I think it was possible to find a good balance in this type of experience. And Danny Ward said to us he felt the chemistry has been much better between the players this season. I just wondered how you've achieved that. I think sometimes you don't, you don't achieve this, they achieve by themselves. Because uh, it's true that when you put similar characters in one place, the things are going to have more probability that the things go in a good direction that you put different characters in the same place. Because everyone starts to be watching the situation differently. I think something positive about the character of the team is that they have, all of them, a lot of competitive mentality. Because I think I have one team with gladiators in the football pitch that they are going to fight from the first minute until the end. In any type of circumstance, this is a lot for you as a coach. And at the same time, I am in front of one group where the important for everyone is the team. They, of course, are focusing themselves, but they understand that the most important thing is the team. For the final, everyone is working very, very hard during these days, and they will accept that the only thing that they want is the best for the team. And they have this feeling that for me is very important. Thank you.
we've seen this team really evolve in the two years you've been in charge. I just wonder how you've evolved as a coach. How I? How, how you've developed as a coach in those two years. What you've learned, yeah. Many things, like because I try to learn things from yesterday to today. So during two years, of course, you have more time, you have more experiences. Uh, maybe the, the highest one that I could tell you is that sometimes one thing is the game that we want to play, another thing is the game that is possible to play. And sometimes the more you insist to play the game that you want, maybe the more frustration you can create. So sometimes that adaptability to the different scenarios can be one of the keys to, to help the team to perform well. And do you think, obviously we're always focused, you're always focused about things off on the field, but do you think the way things have happened off the field, it, when people have children they often talk about a different perspective, has that, sort of, has that helped your, your development as well, giving you a different view of life? I don't think so. Being honestly like... Uh, Personally, when I am focusing me to, to work, sometimes you have to tell me, Carlos, you have your wife and your son at home. Because I, I, my mind is, is focusing the things that I am doing. And when I am with my family, I am with my family too. And I don't think too much in football. It's more complicated, this. Eh? But didn't uh, for a person, from my personal point of view, football means a lot for me. A lot. From when I was so young. So football is part of my life and it's difficult to see that something can, something can grow more. Maybe the feeling that you have feel more complete because of course when you have the stability, your family, the people who love and doing the things that you love to do, you can feel full. But, uh, but in football always there are two things. First of all, the, the responsibility that you have as a coach, the love that you have for your work, but the responsibility that you have for your work too. And always the, these, two, these two emotions go together and you have inside yourself and it's enough to don't be, uh, or to be thinking a lot in football and to don't be easy to disconnect of our work. And just finally for me, have you, have you ever been to Wembley before as a, as a fan? No, I was watching games there, but I didn't visit the stadium. So how excited are you about just going for the first time, never mind the match? It's very important, it's even more special because I arrived as a coach. Yes. So I don't want to go just one game, I'm going to go there in the events. That is the place where I have to, I like to, to be. Welcome. Can I just ask about Danny and Jordan uh, Rhodes and sort of the, the selection decision between them, how difficult that is for you? I think it's, it's not difficult because any striker that I decide to play, I think it's going to be the, the right one. And I could select both and I will tell you that I did the, the, the right thing. Because I think that both strikers now arrive uh, to the final period of the season in a, in a good level because it's true that for me the level of Danny Ward was too high during all the season, especially through in the first months of the competition. After his injury maybe stopped a little bit watching him what he was doing. And in the moment that Danny Ward was injury appeared maybe the best of roads. Roads started injury during close to half of the season. He needed some time to adapt to the needs of the team, but as soon as he took some habits and he understand or he adapted himself to the needs of the team. Uh, I am watching a very, very, very interesting player that can help a lot the, in the team. Because it's true that maybe if I analyze Rhodes at the beginning of the season, I was watching that his strength was more related with his mobility in the box. 
But right now, I think it's one play that he can help us in the box, but he can help the team when he is 40 meters far to the box too, like he has been doing in some of the games. So I arrived to this situation having the feeling that both strikers, the one that I decide, or if I play with both, uh, I want to be the right decision. Thank you so much. Question. You spoke about your team arriving in the right moment, in the right mindset, because you don't want to be too confident and you don't want to be too nervous. How do you ensure you arrive at the right mindset? You never know if you arrive in this good balance or no. You never want to know. You are going to try that the players manage his mind in the best way. I think it's impossible to arrive to the final to relax. This is for me impossible. They have been playing with, with, with Forest, they know the level, but you never can arrive, I think, to one final relax. It's difficult to arrive relax. Sometimes it's true that you can arrive with pressure because the big games are not for every player. And I have been watching many games in my career, but not as a coach playing these games, just analyzing the top teams. And sometimes you expect more from some players when arrive, when arrive these type of big games. And sometimes you are watching players that, in the big games, they keep playing in the level that they have. Sorry, I, I wasn't meaning your team, I was meaning you. I, myself. Yeah. I think this type of game for me, they have two parts. The special part that is around the, the game and the game part. Right now, I am so focused in the game part, like always. I cannot tell you how, what is going to be my emotion when I be there in Wembley with many people because I wasn't before. It's true. But I have been, watched, as an assistant, I have been in a big stadium with big, big people too. I have been playing finals too. In Saudi Arabia, we played the, the final of the King Cup. In Saudi Arabia, we played the semi-final of the Asia Champions League. In Villarreal, we were playing the semi-final of the Euro League. Uh, we have been playing Champions League games too. So it's true that I have had some contact with this type of, of important games. And I know how massive they, they are. But I think when you are professional, when you are coach, sometimes you, you forget about this. Like Sometimes you are very focused in the things that you can control. And all my experiences before have been exactly on this. Or the other day in the semi-final, maybe one of the more calm games that I was I have had in Hadfield as a coach was the second leg of the semi-final of the playoff. And I was feeling like this. I was feeling calm, uh, analyzing the things that I think that the things that I need to analyze to help my team to perform better or try to help my team. I was living this situation like this. I think always you as a coach are worried when you are watching at the things that doesn't work well in your team. And when you as a coach are more calm when you are watching that the things are working well in the team. More than the big game that we are going to play. If you told me that we are going to play at Wembley with is the final everything, perfect. I am really, really motivated because I like to be playing these type of games. But at the end, I am very, very focused in the things that I know that I can help or have an influence in my team. That is to analyze Nottingham Forest's strengths, Huddersfield's strengths, and the weaknesses of both teams, trying to create one plan that help our players to compete better. Right now, that's all. Carlos, what, um, you spoke there about Marcelo. What did you take from 2019 when, league, when you lost in the playoffs, but then 2020 when you came up? Two different experiences. Because the, the second year you achieved the promotion, by the season, no playing any type of uh, final, like the playoff, you didn't play the playoff, so we achieved the target in this way. And in the first year, we, we were facing the, the playoff, 
for me and, and we play two games in one game of the two games if we divide the game in, th in, in first half and second half for me Leeds United was better in three parts and was in one part but you can learn a lot about how the emotional the emotion can impact the performance of the team because sometimes I but I talk a lot with my players about this and the more clear example that I have told you before was the final between Bayern de Munich and Manchester, City, Manchester United this final for example was unbelievable uh, that Bayern de Munich was better than Manchester United during 90 minutes they could be in the minute 90 3-0 winning and one set piece changed everything but if you don't want to go too many years ago you take the game Real Madrid-Manchester City and Manchester City was better than Real Madrid many minutes and Real Madrid in the last five minutes of the game changed everything was changed and many of these players are international players playing in England playing with Spain playing with teams and this is happening in football that's why football is special because nobody can predict what can happen and even if we want to control everything it's impossible because we are human beings and the emotions are going to have are going to be in the football games so giving you the answer I don't remember the question that you made me. <laughs> but we were talking a little bit about football you, you, you made a very good point about the, about the, about the playoff defeat for Leeds against Derby. They were the better team in the first game, the first half. They were 2 0 up in the second. But yes, unfortunately. Because of the emotion. I think, in general, for me, in football, uh, it's important to have a good balance. And when the moments. Uh, it's important for me to be. to keep your level of confidence in your possibilities. But not only when the things are working well, because for me, this is very easy. Everyone can be confident when he's watching that he's playing well, he's attacking well, he's defending well, and he's not suffering. The challenge is to keep your level of confidence in you, in your teammates, in your team, when the things are not working well. And for me, it's something that if we wouldn't have this skill, we wouldn't be in Wembley on Sunday. Because if I analyze the semi-final, I think the, the things were better in the second half of the first game. The other three parts of the game, we didn't feel that we were beating or we were in front of them. We were, feeling a very, we were playing a very competitive games. So for me, this is one of the skills like everything can happen in one game. We need to be just focusing on the things that we can control. And even when the things are well, calm. And knowing that everything can change. And when the things are not working well, calm. Because everything can change too.